Welcome to the second episode of The Story Forest, a podcast of original tales for curious and adventurous children. Today, Princess Isabel and Harry the Hare set off on another adventure and encounter something trapped in the woods. Written by Anna Roberts and read by her favourite storyteller in the world, her mother, Pam McNaughton. Princess Isabel and the Unicorn Princess Isabel woke up. The sun was shining outside. She jumped out of bed and ran down the stairs to where Queen Mummy and King Daddy were having their breakfast. Princess Isabel sat down and started to scoff her food very, very quickly. Princess Isabel, said Queen Mummy. Princess Isabel looked up. Why are you eating so quickly? You need to slow down. Princess Isabel groaned. I'm eating quickly because I want to go on an adventure. King Daddy looked up. An adventure? What sort of adventure? Well, I don't know yet. Princess Isabel looked out of the window again. It looked so exciting and wonderful. Hmm, King Daddy said. And Queen Mummy said, goodness me. Princess Isabel used to be only four inches tall because a wizard cast a spell on her when she was a baby. She had recently broken the spell by reaching a giant green gemstone at the top of the tallest mountain. But Queen Mummy and King Daddy weren't used to her being big yet. You will be very careful, won't you? Queen Mummy said and King Daddy said, Maybe I should send a knight to go with you. Oh, don't worry, Princess Isabel said. Harriet the Hare will go with me, of course. Queen Mummy and King Daddy were both happy with that. So when Princess Isabel had finished her breakfast, she ran downstairs to find Harriet the Hare in the garden, where she was happily nibbling grass. Harriet! Princess Isabel shouted. And Harriet the Hare looked up and smiled with her eyes. They reached each other and Princess Isabel lay down in the grass. Let's go on an adventure. Harriet agreed and they decided to set off into the forest. Just then, Cook came hurrying across the grass with a large basket. A picnic, she said hurriedly. I felt like you'd need it. Very soon, Princess Isabel and Harriet the Hare set off into the forest. When Princess Isabel had been only four inches tall, she hadn't been allowed into the forest, and so everything was new and exciting. The trees stretched so tall into the sky, and the squirrels hopped around and the birds cheeped. Harriet the Hare spoke to lots of the animals that they walked past on the way, and Princess Isabel was so interested to learn their names and what they were doing. The squirrels were trying to find places to hide nuts, the birds were finding food, and the mice were playing hide-and-seek. It was a lovely day in the forest, but soon Princess Isabel stopped and frowned. Harriet, she said slowly, can you hear that? Harriet the Hare stopped and flicked her hair ears around, From far away she could faintly hear a noise. Is that an animal? Princess Isabel asked her. Whatever it was, it sounded sad. I'm not sure, said Harriet the Hare. Maybe we should go and find out. Princess Isabel agreed, and soon they were trying to follow the sound through the forest and trying to find out what or who was making it. On the way they passed all sorts of animals. Beavers and bears and ducks and geese and hedgehogs and beetles. Woodpeckers and rabbits but none of them were making the sad noise and none of them knew where it was coming from. It did start to get louder, though, and as it got louder, it seemed also to get more and more sad. Princess Isabel and Harriet the Hare didn't talk so much now. They both had worried looks on their faces and they started to move faster. The noise got louder and louder until they stepped into a clearing. Ahead of them was a huge white creature with long rainbow hair 
thrashing about and letting out the most tremendous and loud moan that they had ever heard. Princess Isabel looked at it hard. It was big and powerful, and part of her was a little scared that it would hurt them. Hello, she said carefully. She moved gradually around its side and then looked at it more closely. It looked like a big, beautiful horse, but there was something wrong. Its head seemed to be stuck somehow. Then Princess Isabel realised it was a unicorn, and it had its horn stuck in a tree. Harriet, she said quickly, can you talk to unicorns? Harriet shifted her feet and came round to stand next to Princess Isabel. Of course, I mean, I think so. Let me try. Then Harriet the hare started making soft, gentle, whinnying noises, and gradually the unicorn began to stop thrashing until he was standing very still. Harriet the hare turned to Princess Isabel. He was in a race, Harriet said, with all the other unicorns. They were racing through the clouds, then through the forest, and then going along the grassy fields and ending at the gates of the unicorn kingdom. But he got his horn stuck in a tree, and now he can't get out. Oh no, said Princess Isabel, that's so sad. Would you like us to help him? Harriet the hare made a few more whinnying noises, then turned back to Princess Isabel. Yes, please. Princess Isabel nodded, then began moving all round the unicorn and looking up into the tree. He looked very stuck, and Princess Isabel wasn't sure what she could do. I think I'm going to have to climb the tree, Princess Isabel said. Please tell the unicorn so he doesn't get scared. Harriet spoke to the unicorn, and Princess Isabel started to climb the tree. It was a tree with lots of branches up high and not so many down low, so it was quite difficult. But Princess Isabel was a very good climber, and soon she was up high. She climbed out carefully along a branch to see where the horn was stuck. It had gone through part of a branch and had lots of ivy twisted round it. Please tell the unicorn to be still, Princess Isabel called down to Harriet, then started to pull the ivy away from the unicorn's horn. It looked very long and sharp and it was scary knowing that there was a frightened unicorn at the end of it who could move at any moment. But Princess Isabel worked hard at clearing away the ivy, and after a while it was all gone. Now the horn was just stuck a few inches into the branch. Princess Isabel looked at it carefully, then called down again. Harriet, I think we may need some help. The hare made a noise that sounded quite like a snort. I can't climb up there, Princess Isabel. Not you. Do you remember we saw some woodpeckers on the way here? Could you call them? They might be able to free the unicorn's horn from the branch. Harriet said yes, and after explaining everything to the unicorn, she scampered off. Princess Isabel sat in the tree and looked through the leaves to the sky and thought about what a strange adventure they were having. Soon some woodpeckers swooped through the air. Princess Isabel backed away, not wanting to scare them, and even though she didn't know if the unicorn could understand her, she started to speak in a soothing voice and encouraging him. All the while, the woodpeckers peck-peck-pecked at the tree, making hammering, buzzing sounds. Harriet the hare appeared quickly, and once the woodpeckers had finished, Princess Isabel crept along the branch again to have a look. They'd done a brilliant job of removing the wood, and it looked like a good tug would set the unicorn free. Princess Isabel climbed neatly down the tree, and Harriet told the unicorn what to do. He set his feet firmly on the ground and then gave a massive tug. He was free! The unicorn pranced and danced and started to race away. Princess Isabel suddenly felt sad that she might never see him again. 
but moments later he was with them again, snorting and whinnying and stomping. He was obviously very, very, very happy to be free. He says, thank you very much, said Harriet, and would we like to come with him to find the rest of the unicorns so that they can say thank you too? He says he's a bit lost, but he's sure they can't be that hard to find. Princess Isabel let out an excited breath. Wow! Yes, please, that sounds amazing! Straight away her tummy began to rumble. Oh dear, she said, I think we had better have the picnic first. So they sat down in the clearing with the sunlight bursting through the trees and had their picnic. Cook had even packed some apples which the unicorn ate very happily. And while they sat, the unicorn told them about himself. His name was Ulred, and he lived with all of the unicorns in Unicornland, where usually no humans or other animals are allowed. Once a year they have a grand race across the earth. He had been in first place when he had tripped and then got stuck in a tree. He told them of the magnificence of the racing unicorns, the colours blazing after them like a rainbow, the speed and sound of the hooves, the way they used fairy dust to fly through the air until they sank to the ground. If Princess Isabel hadn't been so hungry, she might have forgotten to eat. It all sounded so wonderful. When they had eaten lots and were very full, they stood up. Ulred spoke to Harriet, who turned to Princess Isabel. He says, would we like to ride on his back? It will be much quicker that way. Princess Isabel gasped. She had never thought she would ride a unicorn. She put Harriet the hare on Ulred the unicorn's back, then climbed on herself, and the unicorn began to walk. It felt magnificent. Or at least it did for a while. As they rode through the forest, Princess Isabel began to notice things. The same things. Again, and again, and again. Um, Harriet whispered. Could you just check that Ulred knows where he's going? Harriet the Hare spoke to Ulred the Unicorn, then back to Princess Isabel. He's not sure. He thought he was going the right way, but we've been going round and round in circles, Princess Isabel finished. Right, we'd better help him. We need to get out of the forest first. Could you ask some animals? Soon Harriet the Hare was chatting away to a squirrel, who agreed to show them the way out of the forest. He skipped and jumped between branches and Ulred followed quickly, though Princess Isabel noticed that he was very careful to keep his horn away from the trees. The trees grew thinner and the ground was more open. Ulred the unicorn began to move more quickly and Princess Isabel had to hold tight to Harriet the hare and to the unicorn's mane. When they reached the edge of the forest, the squirrel gave a cheerful wave, then disappeared behind them. Ulred the unicorn gave a big whinny and raced out into the fields. And... Harriet, Princess Isabel spoke quietly again, do you think we should find someone else to show us the way now? I don't know if Alred knows where he's going. But just then, Harriet the Hare let out a big gasp and Princess Isabel looked up. Ahead of them there were clouds of dust rising up from the ground and flashes of colour shooting through the air and a hundred enormous, elegant unicorns racing towards them. Ulred the unicorn reared up and kicked his front legs in the air, whinnying, and Princess Isabel clung to his neck. The unicorns reached them quickly and galloped around them, greeting Ulred in their unicorn way. Then suddenly in front of them was a completely magnificent unicorn with a fierce face, blazing eyes and a beautiful purple mane and tail blowing in the breeze. Princess Isabel noticed that she had a crown on her head. Ulred the unicorn now bowed low to the ground, then lifted his head 
and nuzzled what must be the queen of the unicorns. Princess Isabel and Harriet just watched, amazed, as the two talked to each other. It seemed like an exciting conversation. Eventually, Ulred lowered himself to the ground, and Princess Isabel and Harriet the hare slid off. The Queen of the Unicorns turned to them and started to speak. Princess Isabel was shocked she could understand her. Thank you, brave girl and brilliant hare, for rescuing my son, Ulred, Prince of the Unicorns. She bowed low before them. Your courage and kindness have highly recommended you. We are very grateful. If Princess Isabel had not been a princess, she might have stood there with her mouth open in shock, but instead she curtsied quite well and managed to say thank you. It is the custom of the unicorns to reward any person who rescues us with a request. You may ask a request of us, but my son Ulred has an idea of his own. He would like to come and live with you and accompany you on your adventures. Princess Isabel gasped. She couldn't think of anything more amazing. Your Highness is very kind, but I fear he would be missed. I'm sure we would have the most magnificent adventures, but, I mean, is he allowed? The Unicorn Queen bowed her head. You are hospitable and generous, Princess. He will be missed, but this will be good for him, I think. He will learn of your world, learn your speech, and gain some friends. It is to your credit that you are thoughtful for us too, Princess. But he will go with you. Princess Isabel was so excited she didn't know what to do with herself. So she flung herself at Ulred the Unicorn and gave him a big cuddle. The unicorns made a noise that sounded a bit like laughter. Then the Queen Unicorn came and nuzzled Ulred the Unicorn. You must go. The skies are getting dark and this young girl's parents will wish her home. I will send you with a letter for your Queen Mummy and King Daddy, and we shall see each other again. The unicorn stamped her hoof, and then Princess Isabel found herself holding a scroll. It was slightly warm and sparkling, as though still infused with a little magic. They climbed onto Ulred the unicorn's back. Go, Princess Isabel, go, Harriet the Hare, go, Ulred, Prince of the Unicorns, the Queen called out. And Ulred the unicorn began to gallop, faster even than before, and they raced across the fields as the sun began to set, sending shades of orange, pink and purple through the dusky blue. Soon they were back at the castle. Princess Isabel ran upstairs to find her parents and thrust the letter into King Daddy's hand. Hello, dear, Queen Mummy said. Well, 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 King Daddy had read the letter. It seems, my darling Queen, that we have a royal unicorn come to stay with us. He is a particular friend of Princess Isabel. How lovely, Queen Mummy commented. I didn't know you had any unicorn friends. We only met them today. Please, can he stay? Oh, please, please. Of course, King Daddy said. We shall make the royal stable ready for him. You must have had quite the adventure, Princess Isabel. When Princess Isabel had seen that Ulred was safely settled in their nicest, most comfortable stable, with all the hay and straw and oats that he could possibly need, and had given him a big cuddle, she went inside and had a hot chocolate with Queen Mummy and King Daddy, and told them all about the adventures they had been on that day. Then she brushed her teeth and went to bed, falling straight asleep as soon as her head hit the pillow, and dreaming of the adventures she might have now that she had her unicorn to ride on. The End Thanks for listening. 
In our next episode, Harriet the Hare encounters her greatest challenge yet, and Princess Isabel eats a lot of chocolate cake. Don't miss out. Subscribe to make sure you're the first to hear our brand new stories every week.